Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on the Saturday, the 16th of May. Yes, coming to you live at 7am every morning on New Zealand Sports Radio. Now, sorry if you thought it was 8am this morning, slight admin issue there as I set up the call at the wrong time. In news today, um, we have toothpaste leads to isolation. Um, Six Nations calendar move muted. The 2020 NRL draw announced and racing in major restructure kicking off with that football news then and overnight we had a game in the belarusian league just the one game between torpedo and gorodea and torpedo came out on top 3-1 yep steve from the deep south will have bragging rights over steve from the far north that sees um, gorodea down in 11th place now um but uh, considering they were bottom of the league when Steve, um, uh, Stephen, sorry, started uh, supporting them, that's still safe from relegation. Whereas Torpedo um, go top of the table. Moving on to other news over in Germany, um, August Berg's boss uh, Heiko Herlich um, broke quarantine rules. Um, he went out the hotel to go buy himself some toothpaste. Um, but that is that uh, he does. He, he puts his puts his hand up and says, "Look, even though I had no toothpaste, I shouldn't have done it." Um, and he has now been put in self isolation, so he's going to miss training um, and also the game against Wolfsburg this Saturday. Um, over in the UK, uh, and some sad news there, where a uh, player uh, has ha- been broken into by armed robbers um, and had items stolen from him. Uh, this time it was a Tottenham uh, Hotspur midfielder, Delhi Ali, um, who was robbed at knife point um, in his home. This follows a series of other high profile um, burglaries. Um, uh, Tottenham defender Jan Vonsengen uh, was, uh, um, uh, was, 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 was robbed in March. And then there was a, a um, attempted carjacking of Arsenal duo Mitsu Ozil and Seed Kolonazic. 
um, in July of last year. Security experts say it's just a matter of time before somebody gets killed in one of these and that players really need to be uh, aware of the security measures they have, not only around the house, but also what they post on social media, uh, as that's the first place that these robbers um, do check out to see, A, what they can steal, and B, also um, what they can learn about the uh, players' homes. So let's hope that that's, uh, that doesn't happen. But I say, yeah, some concerns over in the UK um, uh, for, for players over there. And now I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through the birthdays this morning. Thank you, Paul, and uh, good morning, everybody. Well, it's the start of the weekend, but today it's also somebody's birthday. And in birthdays today, a thorn in the side of the 1981 Touring Springboks, a Northern Districts Cricket International, and finally, a Mulu man through and through. Stephen Brian Gordon, born this day, the 16th of May, 1967, is a former New Zealand Rugby Union player, a lock, Gordon represented Waikato and Wellington at provincial level and the Chiefs and Highlanders in Super Rugby. He was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, between 1989 to 1993 and played 19 matches for the team, including two internationals. The man known as Stevie G turns 53 today, all-around good bugger and a man that we run into every now and again at Waikato Stadium doing the commentary as the analysis. Staying at a man who represents in that Hamilton area, Matthew Norman Hart, born this day, 16th of May, 1972, is a former New Zealand cricketer. Hart, a left-arm orthodox spinner, played in 14 tests between 1994 and 1996, claiming 29 wickets, including one 5-wicket haul against South Africa. Hart, who turns 48 today, appeared in 13 ODIs, claiming 13 wickets, including a then-record haul by a New Zealander in one-day internationals, claiming 5 for 22 against the West Indies in 1994. And finally, Frank Shelford, born this day, 16th of May, 1955, is a former New Zealand Rugby Union player. A flanker, Shelford represented Bay of Plenty and Hawke's Bay at provincial level and was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, from 1981 to 1985. He played 22 matches for the All Blacks, including four internationals. Of Whakatohia descent, Shelford played for New Zealand Māori, captaining the side against Tonga in 1983. Shelford, who turned 65 today, won the Tom French Memorial Cup for Māori Player of the Year in 1981. Now, just a couple of footnotes. Frank Shelford played so brilliantly for the New Zealand Māori against the touring South African Springboks in 1981 in Napier, and what turned out to be a controversial a 12-all draw that he was called into the All Blacks for the third and decisive test at Eden Park, which the All Blacks went on to win and clinch the series. Now, Shelford is the uncle of Wayne Buck Shelford, a pretty amazing player and uh, be a guy that would, would be uh, quite interesting if we can get him on the show, Paul. But happy birthday to all three, regardless. Happy birthday to them, and absolutely, if they would like to, if, if, if anyone knows the Shelfords and would... Uh... And if they would like to come on the long talks for, for a chat, then we'd most definitely welcome them with open arms or, or social distance, open arms, obviously, um, in these in these times. Moving on to rugby news um, and rugby players 
uh, Super Rugby players are being asked to um, take extra measures to maintain themselves. So they're asking to stay out of public places um, and the teams are operating in a strict bubble um, to avoid interaction even with the front office staff uh, in those organisations. The players will be flying in and out the day of the games, going straight to the grounds from the airports and then straight back to the airport again to restrict the number of people that they have to interact with and their chances of catching um, any diseases. And the teams return to on-field training on Monday um, and uh, they're still finalising some of that this week. Uh, so yes, not the strict as in you may not go uh, to places, but definitely advice uh, and asking players to be sensible appears to be the way that the Super Rugby franchises are going. Um, officially, all the officially the July test window has been postponed or, um, by World Rugby, um, and the All Blacks came out and announced that uh, they had postponed their games against Wales and Scotland. This was going to be the first time Scotland had played a game against the All Blacks in New Zealand um, since the year 2000. Um, so clearly uh, we'll wonder how long it is before we see Scotland back on these shores. The only other time we saw them here was at the Rugby World Cup. Um, the Six Nations and uh, have apparently are open to moving the window when this when, when, they, when it happens. So currently the Six Nations is scheduled for fe February to March and they are open to the idea of moving it to March to April. Wow, um, big change there, folks. Um, there is apparently... Apparently, the Southern Hemisphere are also would also look at moving the Rugby Championship to the same window, uh, and then our mid-year test, the July test, would move to October. Um, so, people who said, "Look, we have this blank piece of paper for organising uh, the season," it's cl clearly shown that that's not the case with the Six Nations. Basically, saying moving by just a solitary month shows you that basically this was a lot, lot, of, a lot of pieces. We're already there and we don't have a blank slate to try and recreate the, a sustainable game. Um, that is, uh, oh yeah, sorry, uh, down in Taranaki, um, they have announced that they are, that the financial issues. Now, Taranaki were in a bad, or were in a, one of the more difficult places coming into uh, COVID-19 due to um, their stadium having both the main stands closed due to earthquake risks. Um, and hence, they were already financially not in a good place. Uh, this means that they're having to, they're doing a review with all staff at the moment. They won't comment um, yet or until that review is over as to how many redundancies that will lead to. Um, I think uh, with New Zealand rugby uh, having discussions with up to 50% of their staff um, expected to have to be, uh, to be made redundant um, with super rugby franchises uh, also, well, not all of them, but some of them announcing redundancies. You've got to say that um, well, this. I don't think Taranaki will be the only rugby province that uh, has to announce redundancies and, and reviews of their finances. That's you up to date with the rugby news. I'm going to hand you back over to Stephen, who will talk through the league update. Oh, thank you, Paul. Well, it's finally come. The NRL has released the first two rounds of its revised 2020 season draw, with the Warriors set to restart their campaign against the Dragons. The Warriors will face the Dragons on Saturday the 30th of May, followed by the Panthers on June 5th, as they look to bounce back from two straight losses before the suspension of the league. ARL Commission Chairman Peter Valande has originally set a deadline for the entire draw to be finalised on Friday. 
but delicate broadcast negotiations have dragged on. The rest of the schedule are set to be made public next week. It was re revealed before the announcement that the NRL planned to use Bankway Stadium and Net Strata Jubilee Stadium, formerly a winner stadium in Cogra as its two home grounds for every Sydney club as well as Newcastle and Canberra. The Gold Coast Titans will be forced to play their home games at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane, while the Broncos, Melbourne Storm and North Queensland will play at their regular home grounds. Meanwhile, the 2020 State of Origin Series is reportedly set for a shake-up as an end-of-season showpiece that will be staged over three consecutive weeks beginning November 4. According to the Daily Telegraph, the NRL is expected to confirm next the series will be played on three consecutive Wednesday nights, November the 4th, 11th and 18th. And just looking at that draw, which uh, obviously starts on May 28th, first game up is the Broncos versus the Eels. Friday 29th is the Cowboys, Titans, Roosters, Rabbitohs. May 30th, well, of course, it's the game we're interested on. 5 p.m. in the afternoon is the Warriors-Dragons. Then it's the Sharks, Tigers, Storms, Raiders. And through to Sunday 31st, it's the Panthers v. Knights, Sea Eagles v. Bulldogs. And then we move into round four matches, on uh, which start on the Thursday, the 4th of June. And the one that we're interested from this side of the ditch, ditch is the Panthers v. Warriors, 8 p.m., and that is Friday the 5th of June. And that's pretty much wraps up any sort of uh, league news today. It's getting pretty exciting, uh, I've got to say. Uh, only a couple of weeks or less than a couple of weeks to go. Can't wait for it to start. And that's league news for today. Hope everybody has a great day. Back to you, Paul. Thank you, Rob Stephen. Yes, and with UFC kicking off, uh, of, of fighting off last weekend, with the Bundesliga kicking off this weekend, yes, we are starting to see the return of sports. And that is very very exciting. Um, the NBL, which is the New Zealand Basketball League, or the National Basketball League here in New Zealand, uh, have announced a new team. Um, the Southern Huskies, who used to be based in uh, Tasmania and then or then dropped out due to logistical issues at the end of last season, um, are going to be re resurrecting themselves as the Auckland Huskies. They were due to um, join next season, but because of the way this season is set up with just a five to six week season with all the games in one place. They haven't had to worry about organising a venue, a draft to disperse the majority of talent who are all centrally contracted. So again, um, finding their roster hasn't been uh, that that, uh, that difficult, but it's made it all e much easier for the Huskies to step stand up a season early. That will be um, heartening for the NBL as two teams, Wellington, um, and I've gone blank. I think it was um, Southland um, have said they won't take part in this season. Uh, so uh, the, an extra team there um, is very good. We're expecting news early um, next uh, early next week for the actual. Um, uh, what's I looking for? Uh, for, for? For more news on the season and how it's all going to a which teams are going to be in it uh, and b the schedule as well. So really looking forward to that on Monday. Over in racing, um, the uh, Avondale is one of 14 race venues uh, that are facing an uncertain future um, as the number of uh, venues that will be hosting thoroughbred racing 
um, has uh, been drastically reduced. Um, similarly, as, uh, the same sort of thing has happened in the trots as well, or harness racing, that uh, they have drastically reduced the number of race courses that they're racing on. Uh, for many years, uh, it has been a review after review has said there are just too many venues uh, in um, horse in racing to um, have a sustainable business. But obviously, whilst everyone agrees that people don't want their own race course being shut down or not being used, uh, and so uh, a lot that, that that has made it's been very difficult to actually implement that reduction. COVID nineteen clearly has sped that up, um, and now uh, the the. Uh, the servicing looks 60 venues was just way, way too many. Uh, and that's it's given given the, the I guess, the the the, uh, the boost to actually make that change. So um, looks that that's good because obviously um, whilst the the uh, number of races will drop from 50, 259 to 246, so not a big drop, um, the, uh, they'll be using um, a lot less venues Um and the venues just get used a lot more, which makes a lot more sense. Um, so, for example, uh, in horse racing, the, uh, sorry, in horse racing, they're down to just 16 venues from 31, so nearly half there. Over in uh, the USA, um, two NFL players ha uh, have had arrest warrants put out for them for um, armed robbery. Um, and uh, Dean, uh, or Dean De... Baker and Quinton Dunbar um, of the Giants and Seattle Seahawks um, are, have, yeah, are said to have robbed guests at a party. Uh, there were cards and computer games going on. And then um, Duranier pulled out a gun uh, and robbed the, uh, play, uh, robbed the other members of the party at gunpoint. There was also a third uh, accomplice wearing a red mask, but that person has not been identified yet. They took up around $12,000 in cash and watches up to, worth up to $25,000 before making a getaway in a Mercedes, a Lamborghini, and a BMW. Um, the uh, police are trying to get themselves trying to get these people to hand themselves in uh, in talks with uh, the NFL uh, and also a lawyer for one of the players. Um, but um, so far, the NFL has not commented um, on this, unsurprisingly. Uh, and both players are cornerbacks for their respective um, teams. And we'll have to wait and see uh, how that one pans out. Um, but so, yeah, Andorri, got to say, that's taking um, sort of the bad behaviour to an absolutely, to, to, to a new level and something we definitely do not want to be um, seeing. Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, folks, you have started the day the best way up to date with all the important sports news. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like the Facebook page or subscribe uh, to the podcast. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, or your favourite podcatchers. And we'll be back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Sorry about the little admin error there about the scheduling. Pardon me, but it will be 7 a.m. We'll be back here tomorrow um, with your morning sports briefing. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 